Yo, 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 what's going on, fam? What's up, you Welcome guys? Welcome to the Hello Married podcast. We're your hosts, Jonathan and Joe Encarnacion. We believe that life isn't perfect, neither are relationships. And there are a ton of what the fuck what moments. What the fuck? Here we keep it real with messy conversations around sex, love, relationships, communication, parenting, and everything else in between. Because let's be real, life is messy. So messy. And we're all just winging it. Laugh with us, cry with us, and let's get a little more comfortable with the uncomfortable. Okay, you guys, so I have a very special unscripted recording here with Iris and I. She and I were talking in the dining room over dinner, and we were just, just having this conversation, and she looks at me, and she's like, Mom, let's just go record an episode really quick, and Dad's away, and so we were like, all right, let's go do this. Let's see what we can make up on our little a little 20 or so minute recording session. And let's just get in there and riff in the studio. So here's Iris and I. So today I've got a very special guest on the podcast. Hi. <laughs> I want to introduce you guys to our beautiful 16-year-old daughter, Iris. And today, we are going to be talking about... Weed. Oh, weed. So what questions do you have about weed? When, when was your first time, like, actually, like, getting high? The first time I smoked weed was actually with your dad. Oh, really? Yeah. How old were you? I was 19 years old. Uh-huh. I lied to your dad about having previous experience with cannabis because I was trying to be a cool person. Like I was like, oh no, I've smoked weed before. It's totally cool. I know exactly how to do this. Mm. What are the what what are the two different types of weed? So there's two strains is what they're referred to and One of them is called sativa, and the other one is indica. Okay. Can you go into more detail? You want me to describe them? Yes. Like, can you describe, like, like how, like, I don't know how to word this, but how are they, like, different? Like, what makes them different? Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll tell you a little bit about my experience with it. Mm -hmm. So sativa for me, I like to use, sativa is predominantly known as the upper or the creative strain out of the two. So that one I use for helping to curb my anxiety. And while I am in the mode of creation or trying to get into the workspace. So it keeps me a little bit on the hyper side. That's at least what the reaction is for me. Mm-hmm. And indica, one way to kind of refer to that or like a nickname for that is like in the couch. That's at least what your dad refers it to uh-huh. because it's the type of strain that, you know, you want to either smoke or use when you're really just wanting to chill and relax and not do anything. Yeah. Okay. Is this weird that we're talking about weed? I mean, no. I mean, if you think about it. I feel like marijuana usage in teenagers has increased a lot. Okay. In the past the past couple years, few years. Okay, as a parent, would you say it's a bad thing for 
let's say let's say you're this may or may not be illegal but let's say you're a teenager went to a party under 18 and they smoked weed and they they told you like honestly like like mom i went to this party one time and i i smoked weed <laughs> like what what are your reactions to that are you asking me as like your mom or are you asking me as a generalized let's say as a generalized uh, no i mean whatever your opinion on it is <laughs> let's like okay yeah let's just go off that all know? right I think for me, there's a couple factors, right? Mm -hmm. It's legal here in California over the age of 18 Mm -hmm. and 21, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, we have a different perspective on marijuana usage here in California and in the Bay Area because the laws are different. Yes. And I know that one of the things that your dad and I had talked about when you and your sister were both super young was what do we do and how do we shape the conversation around cannabis usage, especially when in California it's about to be legal. So he and I had this conversation years ago when the law passed for it to be legal. Mm -hmm. And for us, our perspective on it and our point of view on it is this. We know that as your parents, At some point in your life, you're going to want to explore and or experiment with sex or drugs. Yes. Any of those things are typically, you know, yes, like you're not supposed to be using it or it's bad or Uh whatever. So we knew this because we were teenagers once. Yep. And we know how we viewed things as teenagers. You know what I think is funny? What's funny? It's like traditional parents. I don't know. I feel like some traditional parents just act like they were never teenagers, ever. Why do you think that is? I mean, maybe just the way their parents' perspective was on it. Mm -hmm. And, like, it just influenced them. And Mm -hmm. it's just wired in their brain. Mm -hmm. It's like a wire that they can't cut out Mm -hmm. or, like, can't find, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you have any questions for me? (laughs) Well, do you want me to finish answering the question? Yes, about sorry, the sorry, thoughts? sorry, sorry. No, 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 sorry. it's cool. It's cool. I I think for us, like, we have a little bit of a different perspective on it. Mm-hmm. We want you to be more empowered around the choices that you make around your usage. Mm-hmm. We want you to have all the information. We want you guys to know what the effects are, what's the dangerous effects, what's the positive effects, all those different types of information and If we know as your parents that you're doing it in a safe manner and in a way that is responsible, even though it's not legal for you. Yeah. For us, safety is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And not getting into a situation where it can lead you to a path that maybe you didn't want to have in that evening. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I guess... And I can only speak on experience of us being your parents. We know that we have raised you in a way that you are going to make the empowered choices as a young woman that are right for you. Mm -hmm. We know that you're going to be responsible with it. We trust you. And so our only hope with it is that you're open with us. Yes. And that if you were to find yourself in a situation 
Figuratively speaking, you went to a party and you smoked weed and for whatever reason, (laughs) that night didn't turn out the way that you wanted it to turn out. Mm -hmm. We would like to hope that you can give us a call and say, mom, I smoked some weed. I'm in a little bit of trouble. I already know that this was not the right thing. I don't need you to be mad at me right now, but I do need you to come get me Mm -hmm. because I don't like the situation I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. And for us, we would look at that and go, okay, she wasn't 100% great with the choices she made, but the choice for her to call us and let us in is the best choice that we know we are making for our relationship. Yes. I think communication is key. A lot of people say that. A lot of people say communication is key. But then, I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's not reciprocated in the right way. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone has different types of communication. Right. So, it's just hard for some people to express that. But, you know, it is is what it is. Do you feel like you have a pretty good uh, relationship with your parents where you can communicate these things? Yes. I feel like if you were to ask me something like that, I would be honest, you know, maybe not at the time, Mm -hmm. but later on, definitely be like, hey, mom, you know, like one time there was like this party and maybe I like did something bad. We're just figuratively speaking, right? Yeah, figuratively speaking. Figuratively speaking. First of all, that would be illegal. So... So we're just figuratively speaking. Figuratively speaking. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Figuratively speaking. I thought so. Do you have any questions? I do, actually. What do you think has helped you as a teenage girl to have this type of open relationship with your parents? I mean, the way you guys raised me. I've gone through a lot. I've gone through a lot. Yeah. In the past three, four years, middle school is like bullying, you know, and then I had to move. Right, like, in between the bullying. And then then we moved here to our little home. Our little home. Little home. Yeah. And <laughs> we, I don't know, I just, I feel like you guys have just raised me well to this, this point where I know what's right for me and you guys can accept that fact. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know if I worded that good. I think you worded that perfectly. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like with kids or teenagers, they need to be true to themselves, but they also need to constrict to, like, a guideline of rules. Yeah. Like, somewhere that it's not too strict for themselves. Right. And too laid back. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm going to go out every day. I'm going to go see my friends and get drunk or something figuratively speaking figuratively but yeah like I mean you have to have boundaries set for yourself as a teenager yes yeah and I feel like people I mean I feel like people don't really notice that or acknowledge that my age people don't know how to set boundaries for themselves they don't know like because they're not taught you know yeah they're not really taught about that stuff or they don't take it seriously yeah. But in the long run, it is very good. And it's very important. It's very important because yeah. if you don't have boundaries or respect for your own well-being, you may not have the relationships you want 
or like things come out the way you want them to, you yeah. know? I'm sitting here watching you and hearing you say these things. I am so incredibly proud of the go- daughter that you have become. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just celebrated a birthday. Yeah. You're 16. Uh-huh. Happy birthday. Thank you. How does it feel? I don't know. It's I, I mean, <laughs> it feels good. When I was when I was like 13, yeah. And I used to play those online games. Yeah. I would always say, "Oh, I'm 16." You know why? <laughs> Cuz I don't know, it's just such a cool age to be. It's like that's how they portrayed it in media. That's mm. how they portrayed it in media. It's like being a junior or a sophomore in high school was so cool. Yeah. But honestly, kind of sucks. Tell me why you feel like it sucks. I mean, like people are dicks. That's <laughs> why. Like, people will suck sometimes. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I mean, you got bullied in middle school, and if it's okay with you, I kind of want to just explore that and talk a little bit about that because I I think so often this is something that happens in a teenage girl's life, Mm -hmm. and it's rarely approached in a way that feels safe for a teenager to tell their parents that they were bullied at a certain age. And I know that while you're going through this, we had lots of conversations about it. And there was a lot of things that you didn't share with us because mm-hmm. of your own need for privacy and that you were wanting to process it in your own way. Mm-hmm. But for parents and for teenagers who might be listening, if they have experienced you know, bullying, whether it's online or in school, I'm going to ask a two-part question. So what's some advice that you can give to parents who want to help support their kids in that experience? And the other question is, what kind of advice would you like to share to the teenager who is going through that experience in in order to invite their parent into that experience? Okay, well, first off, I think the main thing that – parents do not realize is that bullying now is way different from back then it's not just like oh oh you wear glasses on four eyes like that's nobody says that or like oh you have braces brace face nobody nobody says that anymore you know it's it's really hard to explain especially to older traditional parents because sometimes I mean they probably won't get it and that's okay because it's what it's what it is I can't really change it you know but for parents I think that you should try your best to not be too like don't be a helicopter parent first of all don't go through your kid's phone don't always be checking up on them because sometimes they don't like that you know sometimes they need space and you need to establish trust because that's very important in any relationship any relationship one more time any Any relationship relationship. (laughs) it's very important because if you don't develop trust then what's the point yeah. What's the point in even trying to have a have like figure out what your child is doing? Yeah. If you're just going through their phone or or going through their stuff, I guess. It's it's kind of 
I don't I don't think anybody likes that. It's like if it's like if your if your kid went through into your room and they just started looking for stuff or like or, they like go through your makeup brushes and take them uh, figuratively speaking. Figuratively speaking. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just, you know, like you wouldn't want your kids looking through your stuff, you know, unless you're I mean, unless you're okay with that, but <laughs> for teenagers, I think that you Guys, if anyone, if anyone's listening, any teenagers, because I know your audience, mother, <laughs> I think that teenagers also need to be open. I know that we are very, very, very close-minded. And that is, honestly, that's what our system has brought us to. It's our school system. It's like the media. It's everything like that. That's what influences us, influences us to be close-minded. And it sucks because, I mean, like from all the things that I've been through, I know how it feels. And it's okay to have your alone time. But when your parents ask just one conversation, just talk to them, cry it out. It feels good. Mm. It feels really good sometimes. Feels, I mean... You don't need to punch your walls, okay? <laughs> you don't need you don't need to scream in your pillows, but if you want to, because honestly, I scream in my pillows sometimes too. And that feels good too. And that also feels good, but it's it feels I mean, it feels even better to talk about it. Yeah. It feels better to talk about it physically and not online where you're just sharing it to your friends, you know? Yeah. 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 Some of my favorite moments with you over the last like three years has been those moments where we have held you as you've cried. I'm crying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're, they're some of the most powerful moments in our relationship in terms of just fostering that trust and that connection and that bond. Yes. And one thing that I want to add is for the parents that are listening, it's so hard sometimes as parents to show your children vulnerability and to show them your own tears and to show them your own struggles and to show them the pain and all those things when as parents we even have the pressure to look like the perfect parents in yes. front of kids. I feel like I yeah, I yeah, we need to fix that. You know, you know fix something parents. Yeah. It's okay to cry in front of your kids. It's okay to let them see what reality is like because that's what they could be going through. Yeah. If they want to be parents, you know? Yeah. Or when they just become adults. Yeah. Like taxes. Oh, God. Taxes suck. Oh, God. You know what else sucks? Mm. Trying to get a driver's permit. Uh, well, you can't get a driver's permit during coronavirus. I know. <laughs> so you're going to have to just wait. Yeah, I think I just... I wanted to acknowledge that because for for our experience in our relationship, I remember the first time I let you into my depression and allowed you to see what depression looked like on a mm -hmm. reality basis. And it was hard for me. It was hard for me to show you guys a strong woman who was crying, but I also felt like it was important for you guys to witness what someone who is struggling with mental health looks like so that you understand how to have empathy around it. And you can't always be strong. You yeah. Know? You have to you have to humble yourself. Yeah. And I love you. Love you too. Oh my god. Can you say it louder? 
I guess like one question that I also have for you. Okay, last is, one. Is this the last one? Should this be the last one? No. I feel like we should save it for an actual episode. This is actually going to go up as an actual episode. Well, no, but like an actual, actual episode. Like an actual, actual episode? Yeah, because I, I want to like talk about more in-depth stuff. Okay. We can keep talking about more in-depth stuff. But fine, we'll have this as the last this question. This is the last question, guys. Oh, shoot. I better make guys, this a good this one. Guys, this is the last question. This is the last question for this one. For this preview little, for this little for this preview. little snack little preview yeah yeah I'm, I'm a, <laughs> we should do an episode where we just talk in a british accent i can't talk like that oh that sucks maybe you can be the american i'll be the american you stupid american <laughs> i'll be the filipino okay american. okay go, go, go ask the question <laughs> what has seeing the relationship that your dad and i have helped you to see when it comes to love relationships and relating to other people oh this is a good question to end it off because a lot i a lot of people have been asking how are your kids dealing with it yeah they have i mean we have dealt with it we have dealt with it over time at first it was it was like i already knew i felt like i knew Mm -hmm. When we went to New York, it it was kind of it was it was kind of awkward. Mitts there was like a mist in the air, mist like a mist like a fog, <laughs> like in San Francisco. Yeah, it was like something sus, something sus, something sus was happening sus between was me, like, your dad, and Chris. Yeah, I was like, hmm, mm, what's mm, going on here? What's, what's this thing? And then when I found out in December, and you guys talked to me, that was honestly. That was very good. When you let your kids know that something is happening like that, and this is how you're feeling, it's good to let them know. To everyone that's asking, I am completely fine. I'm not coping with it. You know, I want to say it's not my relationship, so it's not my place to speak out on it. You know, I can't I can't have a negative opinion on it. That's my mom. <laughs> like... I don't know. I just I don't have a negative opinion on it, especially where we live in the Bay Area. You know, it's so it's so open and there's so many accepting people. And I'm just raised by people that are also very accepting. So. As myself, me, myself and I are speaking here, I would like to say that I have learn to accept your relationship even it was awkward at first and sometimes there's a little rough spots sometimes but you know it's like cleaning a window you have to just wipe them wipe them and forget about them you have to just wipe the spots i'm just kidding like it's like a tough stain you know you have to you have to really scrub it in you know you have to like (laughs) like that (laughs) right yeah you have to work through it you know yeah it's like I still love you guys. Yeah. I can't not love you guys. I mean, you can. You can choose to not I mean, love I us. can choose not to, but yeah. I don't, yeah. you know? Yeah. I I am a very accepting person. Yeah. yeah. I'm a very mature person. You're highly mature. I, hi, mom's followers. I know you don't see me on her story, but I exist. <laughs> you know? She just doesn't like showing up on my stories. Yeah. I get annoying with it with her. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. But but you exist and you're a wonderful existence. Thank you. You're so amazing. I love you. Love you too. Thanks for coming on here. Thanks. How so, was it? 
It was pretty good. Good. I like it. Cool. So (laughs) we'll see you on the next episode. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye. You can subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, Breaker, or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on social at Hella Married. And don't forget that you can ask us anything on our website at hellamarried.wtf. That's right, fam. WTF. And just so you know, we'll dish out our advice just like your Filipino tita and tita would. But way cooler. Way cooler. And please, if you enjoyed the episode, we'd love it if you just share with one friend or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks, guys. Peace out.